Welcome to the Mega Mad Podcast. I'm your host, Mark DeGrasse, and I am very excited you're here. If you're a marketer, business owner, or just someone who loves self-improvement and learning from other people's experiences, you're in the right place. This is episode one of the Mark Transparent series. I started the series to give everyone an insight into who I am and why I think the way I do. My goal is to give you the courage to do so yourself. So uh, today we're gonna be talking about introversion and why I consider myself an introvert, what an introvert is, and why I think it's a very powerful way to be. Now, just to start, a lot of people think like, oh, you're an introvert, that's special. And it's really not. A bunch of studies online have been done and they kind of estimate between 25 and 40%, maybe even 50% of the population is introverted. And if you think of two sides of a coin, introversion and extroversion, of course, it's going to be about half. So it's special in the same way that everything else is special. <laughs> you know, it's just what, what it's really powerful way of being is if you realize that you are that and then you could adjust whatever you need to to achieve whatever you want to achieve. So, you know, be, before you think that that introversion is special, stop it. Uh, it's just a, a different type of person, it just like there's lots of types of people. Uh, but let's just talk about what an introvert is. There, there's a lot of definitions online. You know, if you look at the core definition, a shy, reticent person, uh, you know, being around people drains your energy. You prefer being alone. You live a very uh, introspective life. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of ways to define introversion. Uh, for me, I, I kind of realized I was an introvert when I was about 15 or so. And I think it was the energy thing. Uh, I realized that the more I was around people, you know, even as a child, when I went to, say, a busy restaurant and there were lots of people around, I would actually fall asleep. You know, and, th- and not just as a child, like an eight-year-old, but like up until I was 12, <laughs> it was really hard to, to stay awake at, at restaurants. Uh, you know, so that, so that energy draining, that's, that's kind of when I kind of realized that's, that's what I am. Uh, now I kind of think like, you know what, I have a lot more conversations in my head than I do with people. Uh, I also enjoy being alone. So that kind of solitude. So there's a bunch of traits that I've, I've kind of found within myself that have made me realize that, yes. I am an introvert. Now, when I did realize I was an introvert when I was uh, a teenager, I decided that I'd always wanted to be successful in business. That was my whole goal in life was to build companies and and build things. And so I I thought that's not an effective trait for accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish. So I actively uh, combated my introversion. Now, there's two ways to be. You could accept it and and go further into your introversion. I went the opposite way and said, okay, I want to balance this out with extroversion, I guess you could say. So I actually, when I was 18, I became a real estate agent to get myself in an uncomfortable position for shy, socially anxious people. And that's exactly what the experience was. It was horrible. Like I, I, I think back to doing open houses and cold calling and even picking up the phone to, to look for prospects in the, in the real estate office. And it was just painfully uncomfortable. Like I, you know, sweaty palms, that, that kind of anxious feeling you get before like a big test or a big game. You know, if you're an athlete, uh, that's that's what I had all the time. And it wasn't just with, you know, potential prospects. It was with cashiers. <laughs> and and literally everybody all the time I was always anxious and so you know that that kind of shyness it really came out you know as when I was a kid it was hard for me to connect with other kids and if I wasn't around you know my core friends it was very uncomfortable so I I knew all these things and I accepted them and I said okay well how do I not be like this so I went into a profession that required 
communication required getting uncomfortable required going and talking to strangers and and doing things that i did not feel natural at at all so and i think that kind of discomfort you know that's when you know you're you could be potentially making progress because you're obviously not used to this you're not good at it and and that's that's kind of how i worked out so you know, now I'm, I've been the president of uh, several organizations. I'm currently the president of Digital Marketer, uh, which is an awesome company that does e-learning and, is, you know, tens of thousands of followers, a million emails, you know, so I'm, I'm communicating a lot now. And, and now I do videos, I do podcasts, I do all these things, but I, I still consider myself a pretty, pretty solid introvert. You know, like if there was some scale of introversion, like I'm probably an eight on a scale of 10 in terms of that. Now, I, I remember seeing this, uh, what was the episode of uh, uh, one of those sci-fi shows? But basically, this guy was put in a bunker, and he, he had to just live there by himself, and he was the last resort for saving the planet. And I was like, you know what? That doesn't look too bad. You know, he has his, his books and, and his own devices, and I thought I could probably do that. Same thing with, like, a deserted island. So if you've ever thought, you know, am I an introvert, uh, I would go through a couple things. Do you have more conversations in your head than you do out loud? Uh, if you were stuck on a desert island, or you know, would you thrive uh, or be comfortable, or would you be doing everything you can to get off of that island? You know, and this is, this is independent, so I don't think in terms of family, but if it was just you, no family, nothing to go back to, would you stay on the island or would you go back to society? So, you know, those two questions, I think if you can answer those honestly, then uh, you're on your way to knowing whether you're an introvert or not. Now, the energy thing is tricky because I've actually found now that I'm older that my favorite place to meditate is on a crowded airplane. And so that's pretty, I, I don't know if other people do it, I find it fantastic. And, uh, you know, when I actually just get, I've been to many cities, uh, you know, around the world, and, and I actually, I love New York City. And as an introvert, you would think that being surrounded by constant people and motion and things like that would be draining, but I, I actually really like it. It allows me to be completely anonymous while still being surrounded by people, which is kind of like the airplane thing. So, you know, and this, this again, is just insights into my introversion. Uh, so yours is going to be completely different you know, you have the introverted extrovert and the thoughtful introvert and a bunch of different types and subgenres. But I don't I, I just see it as introversion. And, and I think the energy thing does matter, because even though now I enjoy talking to people, I enjoy going to conferences I enjoy meeting lots of people, being around lots of people. It is draining. Like at the end of the day, uh, when I do expos uh, and I've done expos in five different industries, I am completely wiped like I am exhausted and I have to go to sleep because I just can't function uh, if I don't. So those are just some signs of, uh, you know, introversion. Now, I, I do think it's a very powerful trait because I think introversion is, is just what it sounds like. Like you are into <laughs> yourself. It, you know, it sounds narcissistic, but it's really not. Uh, it just means that you have a very healthy uh, internal life, uh, as far as I could tell. And, and that's really, for me, what I realize is that that's true freedom is being able to understand and appreciate that fact that there's no one else in your head. It's just you in there. And no matter what else happens in life, until we have the tech for it, uh, it you're going to be completely alone in your head with your thoughts all the time. And, you know, that scares a lot of people sometimes because it feels lonely. But if you can accept that it's just you in there and no one else will ever be in there, 
it's it's incredible uh, because you have the power to envision anything you want, uh, look inside yourself and your decision making, and and really get an understanding of who you are, what drives you, and what you actually want. You know, and that's that's a huge aspect. So if you're an introvert, you know, use uh, it, it has to be intentional though. You can't just say like, oh, I think about stuff all the time and that's going to lead anywhere uh you still need structure you still need objectives and but once you see what's possible and there's just so many resources online if you want to find out what's possible with meditation and prayer and anything you want to do uh but it it all starts with going inside and and really focusing and cutting out the you know environment because our environment is pretty nonstop, and i think people don't even realize it until they get burnt out and they just can't even function because they're so stressed and they're so inundated with uh, concepts and ideas and possibilities and problems and stress. And, you know, if you if you let that overwhelm you and you just are open to that all the time and you never actually get into a focus that will allow you to, you know, internalize how you feel about everything you're doing and experiencing and and trying to accomplish, then you're going to be stuck in the outside world and the outside world is going to consume everything that you think about. And you see this a lot with people who watch a lot of news, you know, it's everybody thinks, oh, I'm staying well informed and I'll be able to make better decisions if I know everything that's happening. Number one, you're never going to know what everything is happening. You know, I'm, I'm very into content and I know exactly how to control the message I want to put out there. <laughs> it's, it's really easy you know, if you think about it, that's why, you know, people who, who trust news outlets so much, it's it's just so dangerous because it's just another person, another person's opinion, another person's message and vision. And they just force it on you using stories to support their narrative, whatever the narrative is. And I'm not I'm not claiming either side. And this is definitely not political. But, you know, just from a media branding standpoint, like, that's their job. They're trying to control what you think. They're trying to, you know, accomplish something. You know, nobody puts out all this effort and puts out all this time and all this money unless they're trying to accomplish something. It's just, it's just how we work. It's not even bad. You know, a lot of people think of like information control as bad. It's like, no, it's marketing. It's branding. It's, you know, trying to accomplish something. So I think if you take that out of it, take the evil out of it, because I think it's it's very easy to default to all media is evil, all companies are evil, all people are evil. And that's not really the case. It's it's just like I talked about at the beginning in terms of introversion is not special. It's just half of the population probably. It's the same thing with good and evil. Half of it's bad, half of it's good. You know, a lot of people want to default to the the eighty twenty rule with however they feel like using that rule, but really, if you just look at everything as fifty fifty, you'll probably be a lot happier because you'll start you'll stop stereotyping everything. You know, stereotyping companies, stereotyping people, stereotyping situations, and instead, if you just think of like, yeah, it could be this way or that way then you'll be a lot happier because you'll stop trying to, you know, force one side or the other on top of everything. So I, I went into a bunch of different topics there, but uh, but at the end of the day, like, I, you know, the, the introversion is something that everybody can experience if you just try. 
just like I, I experience extroversion. You know, a lot of people I tell, I'm like, I'm an introvert. And they're like, no, you're not. You talk to people and you don't seem like an awkward weirdo. I'm like, number one, I am an awkward weirdo. You just have a, you don't know me well enough. Uh, but, you know, it's it's whatever you want it to be. It, you know, I, I could be extrovert as much as I want to be and I could be introvert as much as I want to be. But it's just a decision that you make. You know, natural tendency is really what people default to because it's the easiest. Like, I feel the most like this right now without trying very hard. You know, then, okay, that's your natural tendency. Doesn't mean it has to be your everything, you know. Why let one aspect of your personality and your whole human experience be ruled by this one principle. And I'll, I'll get into that in later episodes about principles and the dangers of discipline within having those principles. Uh, but for this, uh, just keep that in mind. Be as introverted or as extroverted as you want to be. Just make a conscious decision about it and try to live it. Do some research. There's lots of information online. Just go crazy. But really, you you internalizing those facts and you seeking to do whatever. For me, you know, becoming an, an introverted extrovert or whatever uh, is it was helpful for what I was trying to achieve. And it, it was really driven by my vision of what I wanted it, rather than here's how I feel today. Or I mean, functionally, it made sense for me to become more extroverted because it, that was not helping me. <laughs> Being super introverted. Uh, But again, natural tendency versus, uh, you know, uh, an objective and a intentional uh, effort to change something. So keep that in mind. Uh, Again, I'm an introvert at the end of the day. I still consider myself and I consider it a good thing. So on top of everything else, I like being an introvert. It's not a bad thing. You know, it's as good a thing as I want it to be. And it can be for you, too. So keep that in mind. All right. That's all I have for you today. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed my rant of the day. Uh, Got a little insight into who I am and hopefully some insight into who you are and what you can become if you just think about it just a little bit. Just try. Try a little tiny bit. Uh, And don't cut yourself off from the possibility that you're an introvert. It's not bad. You just embrace it, experience it, learn about it, and then try the other way, too. See what you'd like better. All right. That's all I have. Uh, Tune in next time and you'll have more, more of me ranting about stuff.